Hello, welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I'm glad that you've joined me today. We're getting ready to go behind the veil, behind the curtain, and we're gonna talk to two preacher's kids, two PKs, and we're gonna talk intimately about how they are thriving and how they are flourishing as preacher's kids. Are you ready to talk? Let's go. Welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I'm glad that you've joined me today. I got my co-host, Catherine Young. And it's good to be here. This is going to be awesome. I can feel it. Yes, it is. Kathy, this is our 10th episode Mm -hmm. for season six, and we've had some great, meaningful conversation. Mm -hmm. And today's conversation is going to be off the charts. We've got two PKs. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Preacher's kids. We've got preacher's kids at the table. We have Elena Williams. And then we have Shemaya Williams. All right. And they are not related. (laughs) So we welcome them to the table. Um, They've got our Sister Friends Cups. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't got a Sister Friends Cup, you got to go to our website and get one Mm -hmm. so that you can join the conversation next season and all season around um, as we sip and talk. And uh, our special cup for today is Friends and Friends. Family, And um, I picked this cup because, you know, PKs, if we don't know nothing else, we know friends and we know family. And Jesus is love. And that's one thing that in the in a PK home um, that they teach you is friends and family. Mm -hmm. And so that's our special cup today. You know, and when you talk about uh, being a PK, a preacher's Mm -hmm. kid. You know, you got to have some thick skin. Yes. yes. You really do. You have to have some thick skin. <laughs> yes. So I commend you ladies for being at the table with us yes. today. Thank you. Yes. Thank so you. we're going to be talking about um, the real the real life, the real experience mm-hmm. of what it means to be a preacher's kid. And when I say a preacher's kid, that, that means whether you're a, a pastor, an evangelist, mm-hmm. um, a, a, a teacher, any, any fivefold mm-hmm. gifts, a psalmist. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're uh, ministering full time and you have children, uh, those children would be considered preacher's kids. Yes. And, they, yeah. and they somewhat <laughs> live in a fishbowl. Yes. And so we want to mm-hmm. talk about that. Yeah. And I, but I want to also, um, ladies, we hear a lot of uh, negativity. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's yeah. always, you know, some negative connotation attached to when you say PK. Yes. <laughs> And um, yeah. I don't. We're, we'll talk a little bit about that, but I really wanted us to focus today on what thriving looks like, yeah. yes. what thriving as a PK looks mm-hmm. like, because even though it's a broad spectrum, um, and in that spectrum, everybody doesn't have a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. they may have s- some great life experience, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that comes with being a PK. There's no way around it because you're dealing with friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some people that have that have thriving stories. Yeah. And the, the, the basic um, definition of thriving means to flourish, to be successful, mm-hmm. to prosper, mm-hmm. to grow and develop vigorously. Yeah. Um, that's the, the textbook de- definition of thriving. So I want to talk about what it what PK's 
um, lifestyle and life looks like when it's flourishing, yes. when it's successful, when it's fortunate, and just a little bit more on on, on the good side. Kathy, um, when you talk about being a PK, um, your your mama was a preacher. Yes. She was she was more of a a, a social activist yes. preacher. Yes. But but when you hear people talk about PKs in your experience. Is it both positive and negative, or have you mainly heard negative? Mainly hear negative all the time. Yeah. Because they always think that um, preachers' children have to live a certain standard. Yeah. Okay. They never see their humanity, mm -hmm. but they think we like our, you know, the parents, you know, men and women of the cloth. So they, they expect their children to follow that same line. And oftentimes they don't. We forget right. that they're human mm -hmm. and they meet up some of the same temptations and other things as other people do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you ladies feel like it's one of those um, career fields uh, where people put undue pressure on the, on the children versus, say, if someone's an ice skater or if someone's yeah. a doctor, mm -hmm. they don't necessarily think that their child is going to know, you know, um, how to ice skate yeah, or, right, yeah. or that their child's going to be as brilliant as their parents in, in the medical field mm -hmm. or, in, you know, whatever the field yeah. may be. Mm -hmm. but, but pretty much when it comes to being a PK, it's like the whole family's in the ministry. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like you don't get by a choice. Default. Yes. Right. <laughs> by default, by, it's like, you don't get a yes. choice. You know, yes. so did you all experience that? Uh, yes, I definitely did. Um, because we had to be the praise team, the ushers, the yeah. nursery worker. Um, but people automatically think, oh, you're going to be a pastor just like yes. your dad. Yes. You're going to do this. And trying to find our own identity yes. has been the, the whole thing of being a PK, you know? Yeah. So just trying to tell people, no, I don't always have to walk after that. Yes, that was my example, yes. but I have my own identity. That's yeah, so that's That's good. what we're trying mm -hmm. to try to get to. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Shemaya? I, I really agree with um, Elena on that. I think that, you know, trying to find your identity mm -hmm. and when you are, you know, going through different stages of life, mm -hmm. um, you know, as a young child and then yeah. growing older, um, you start to, like, do more work in the church and yeah. just, you know, all eyes is on you all the time wow. and there's a mm -hmm. lot of pressure. You hear all of the naysayers outside yeah. of church <laughs> saying all of these things about you and I'm like, okay, I'm not like that. You yeah. know, that's not yeah. who I am. Mm -hmm. And so, like, finding your identity and, and knowing that. And I think, you know, when I think about, you know, a PK, I also think about the parent, uh, being a parent keeper. Okay. You know, yes. you're, you're yeah. keeping, you're a keeper of your parent. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. covering them. You're praying for them. You are, good, you know... Yeah fasting for them, yeah. you know, you are, you know, you are pouring out to them, you are encouraging them, mm -hmm. you're checking in. And so it's, it's definitely a challenge, but it's worth um, the journey. Yeah. 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 So if you're watching today, we're talking with PKs, preacher yeah. kids. <laughs> and I love what Shemaya said. It, she said, PK, uh, keeper of the parent. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's powerful. Yeah. And because I think sometimes you're the keeper of the parent and you don't even realize that you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a realization that comes maybe as you're as you're adulting. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you don't really realize that that can be um, an extra stress yes. because, you know, you're seeing your parents yeah. um, at out. home. You know, mm -hmm. you see them wore yeah. out. You see them crying. You see them hurting. Mm -hmm. yes. um, and, and, and it relates to uh, pastoring people or interacting with people. Mm -hmm. and, and so... You instinctively, without realizing it, um, try to shield them and yeah, protect right. them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that could be, uh, would you guys say that that's a big uh, 
a big weight that you've had to carry? Yes, I always call myself a bodyguard for my Ooh, Okay, a bodyguard. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. I mean, I see, you know, you see your parents go yeah. through so much, so much. and I'm like, I'm tired of this, yeah, you know? Right. So I'm going to try my best to protect. Okay. So uh, I always said a bodyguard, so that probably was. Let me ask you a question, <laughs> both of you. How do you keep your heart? Yeah. Because you know you love your parents and you see how people treat them mm -hmm. at times. And you know you still got to keep the standard, but then you got to also protect your heart because you don't want to be angry and bitter at people right. for the way they treated your parents. Yeah, I think um, for me it's a constantly, you know, God cleanse my heart, wash mm -hmm. my heart, forgive mm -hmm. me. Like, if I think of something wrong, like, ooh, they're giving me nerves. <laughs> like, you know, I really uh -huh. wish I can just go, you yeah, know, right. off, but I can't do that, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, I have to be an example because yeah. there are other kids that are watching me, you know, yeah. working yeah. as a youth pastor in the church. Mm -hmm. There are other kids that are, that are watching me. So I have to constantly ask the Lord, forgive me, cleanse me, mm -hmm. take out anything in my mind that is not like you. I need you to come in right now and invade my space. Yeah. Okay, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah. So that was that's one of the ways that you've moved past the pain. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it's almost as if you know, the reality is you can't be a PK or work in a, a, um, yeah. a a um, service industry because, mm -hmm. you know, preachers are in the public service yes. industry mm -hmm. um, and you can't live in that space helping people, mm -hmm. seeing people at their best and seeing people at their yes. worst yeah. and not feel the pain. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, when you're when especially when you're doing it with the hands and the feet of Jesus yes. Yes. and you really want to model the Jesus lifestyle, yeah. then that means you're going to you're going to feel the pain because yeah. people aren't perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and so one of the ways I hear you saying, Shemaya, that you move past the pain was constantly putting yourself on the altar to the Lord yes. and asking him to clean your heart, yeah. asking him to um, help you to walk in forgiveness. Yes. Have you guys experienced where um, people did things, they, they did things that were wrong, mm -hmm. and then, but by the time you got through praying and asking God to, to, to purge you, you, you forgot all about it. Yes. You didn't even remember. Yeah. Uh -huh. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's actually the only way you can continue right. to, to flourish yeah. and to do ministry mm -hmm. is, yeah. is as you have to really give it to the Lord. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Let me ask you, um, you know, I heard somebody say, feel the fear and let it go. Mm. You know, it's like mm. you have to... Uh, Feel all the emotions, yeah. confront whatever the, the anxieties and the fears are, but then you have to let it go. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys feel like you've had to let, you know, we hear a lot of people talking about what church or what church experiences mm -hmm. have done to them as being in the pew. Mm -hmm. um, do you all feel like people hear um, you as PKs and as, you know, the, the, the children of, of the preacher or the song leader or the Sunday school teacher? Do you all feel like people have heard you? Uh, in a certain in a certain setting, not in a personal level. Um, like I said, they they see you on stage, they mm -hmm. see you ministering, right. they see you doing other stuff, but they don't take time to hear you. Okay. They don't take time to hear your heart or hear your struggles. They feel like you should be the strongest one. You should be doing right. this, but um, it's. Yeah, I'll I say it's 50-50. 50-50? Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. What about you, Shemaya? I, I definitely yeah. agree with yeah. Elaine on that because mm -hmm. it's like they expect you to know mm -hmm. everything, everything just about, mm -hmm. you know, they, it's just so much pressure okay. sometimes, and it's, it's difficult. Like, you want to just 
check in sometimes. You want to, like, pour out your heart, you right. know. You're, yeah. you're like, ministering to everybody mm-hmm. else, but it's like, you know, no one is pouring back me. into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we have mom and dad they are there, but we, you know, need those other PKs that we can lean on yeah. and okay. that we can talk to. We need yeah. accountability. Yeah. And we need, you know, encouragement and mentors. Okay. And 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 that's a key for you for you both cuz you're you're an entrepreneur. Yes, ma'am. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Yes, I am a full-time gym owner. Okay. And also I same background for various artists. Okay. So right now with my gym, um, it's located in Monroe, Louisiana. And um, that has taught me, honestly, ministry and running a full-time gym has taught me because it's like parallel. Okay. Um, being consistent, being determined no matter how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Um and pouring into people still. Yeah. So yeah. that's a whole nother ministry within itself. Yeah. So growing up in a home doing ministry, being an entrepreneur was kind of easy peasy, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so running the full-time gym in Monroe has been life-changing. Awesome, life-changing. okay. Mm-hmm. And Shamaya, what do you do um, for a living? What's your career field? I'm a family therapist. Okay. I work for the Center of Children and Families in uh-huh. Monroe. Mm-hmm. Um, I also um, work in like substance abuse counseling. Yeah. Where I deal with adults who have um, are going through a process of trying to recover and heal and maintain their sobriety. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as youth um, pastor at my church, and I have a business as well called Jesus Grow Enterprise, okay. where we help women grow spiritually, build legacy, and heal mentally. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Now, do you guys see where um, what you're doing now <laughs> has intersected? It's actually started in church. Uh-huh. You know, yes. with your parents. And so the wisdoms and the, the life experience as a PK has equipped you in various occupations yeah. and in various, yeah. you know, other areas other than just. Um, I love what you said, Elena, earlier. The, the beginning, you talked about the biggest fight has been to find your own identity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you guys and when you guys have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's really what PK thriving yeah. Seeing yes. them thrive is when you see them being their authentic selves yes. Yes. and Definitely. not necessarily a copy, mm-hmm. a duplicate right. of what maybe their parents were. Yeah. Um, just a different, the same, maybe this, the same foundation when it comes to Jesus, Definitely. but yes. doing it in a different way, mm-hmm. in a different, you know, Mm-hmm. sector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I love about you too, um, since the show is on thriving, because oftentimes you see pay, PK kids, they just leave the church. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. of how their parents mm-hmm. were treated right. or how yeah. they were treated in right. the church, but how you used all of that, like you said, mm-hmm. to build a foundation for something greater yeah. to thrive. Right. Because you, you see all the time, I talk to people, you know, my dad was a pastor, uh, but they live in contrary to right. the church yeah. because of everything that was but do you think your parents instilled in you to fly even after they know what you saw and what you've been through mm-hmm. were your parents the type that say you know what don't pay attention to what they say and do mm-hmm. you do this you yes. go above that yeah right mm-hmm. I-, I believe they spoke life into us mm-hmm. um and encouraged us to have a relationship with god on our own yeah, yeah so that's good. what made us stay and help with the ministry and not be affected by many things that happened because we had our own relationship. And so with that, our identity came in Christ. So we just, with me opening my gym, people were like, where did that come from? Like you, (laughs) this doesn't even match. But finding my identity in Christ you know, push me to do more yeah, things. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yes. You know, one of the things um, I wrote down, like little five points 
and you guys can tell me, is it true or is it false? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> true or false? Okay. Everyone, thinks, everyone thinks you're a therapist mm -hmm. because you're a PK. Is that true? True. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Everybody thinks, yeah, that you're a therapist. Mm -hmm. Vicariously, just because you lived yes. in your parents' home, yes. they ought to know something. They right. should be able to Pick counsel me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. Um, every movie makes you look like a psycho... <laughs> Yeah. Axe Wait. murderer. You know, yeah. every movie, any uh, PK that's portrayed in a movie, the kid always is either mentally, you know, yes. psychotic or violent or is that, this right. is true, okay? Yeah. Um, let me see. That um, once, if you're dating, if they hear that your father is a preacher, it, it tends to scare the potential you know, date away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? How and what way? Tell um, me. I had one person say, well, he's going to read my life. He's going to automatically see my sins. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like... prophesy to me. He's going to prophesy. Yeah, he's going to prophesy. Okay. Um, anything you do may end up in a sermon. Oh, definitely, yes. 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 Okay, okay. You are the topic. So did you ever give your parents, you know, like our kids would have little signals, you know what I mean? Like they would let us know, like, you know, different things. Um, but did you ever tell your parents, like, if something happened or if they corrected you in an area or you had, whether it was good or bad, mm -hmm. did you ever tell your parents, like, don't tell nobody, don't share that in your sermon, mm -hmm. yeah. or you told them, yes. or you just I okay. Yes, they do it anyway. They do it anyway. So, 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 PK's parents are kind of like comedians, because yeah. comedians <laughs> use their real life a lot of times yeah. um, in their comedy. Mm -hmm. yes. yes, it's yes. fair game. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me see. Uh, having so many opinions, but not being able to talk about them. Um, did you feel like, as a PK, that you had to not really share all of your opinions or thoughts um, with your parents um, for whatever reason? I'm, I'm, the obvious reason is because yeah. if it ain't got nothing to do with Jesus... <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear it. Yeah. I know, like, my husband at one point, my daughter, um, she was really into dance. Mm -hmm. And boy, she just wanted to tap dance. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to be a ballerina. And uh, yeah, he shut all that down back in the day because yeah. he was like, if you're not dancing for Jesus, <laughs> it's not dance. And yeah. now we laugh about it. And now she teases him about it. Uh, um, it was a stage that he was in. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, how, how, how did that work in y'all's household? Uh, I only thing I could really think of, we were very traditional, very religious, mm. um, not being able to wear pants or anything okay. like that. So mm. um, me coming to my dad one time, <laughs> like, Dad, we're about to go skating. Can oh, I okay. please wear some pants? Uh -huh. He's like, I don't want to hear that. You better put your <laughs> skirt on and you better go skating. <laughs> I was like, but, 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 yeah, thinking back on it, it was pretty hilarious. Well, let me ask you this, because generally, growing up as a PK, there's a lot of you know, you can't, mm -hmm. do not, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think people have grown yeah, yes. definitely. as a society and, and people of faith have grown mm -hmm. to where they realize that there's there's more that there's more liberties and there's more things that you can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if we focus on the, the, the things that we can do, the things that we don't do, 
just become, we don't, we're not really interested in. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But if we always focus on what we can't do, those are the things that people want to do. Uh -huh. Like, the, okay. the stove is hot, the stove is hot, don't touch <laughs> right. it. Yeah. If you're constantly telling <laughs> yeah. them that, they're, they're in their natural curiosity, they're mm -hmm. gonna be like, I'm gonna touch and see for myself. <laughs> you know? And it's true. And, and yeah. it's yeah, true, it's yeah. True. So, um, how did you uh, navigate, you know, in that area of the, the don'ts, the you don't can't do. do, but helping your parents to grow in, mm -hmm. into, you know, certain liberties yeah. that, you know, they, they weren't, you know, hell and hell and heaven right, right. break, you right. know, breakers. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, that is skating. Yeah. I can, right. can, I, skating. can I go swimming with a swimsuit on <laughs> right. and not a skirt yeah. and a long shirt? Mm -hmm. That definitely um, was Do one you too. see where maybe where now it, you, you could say it was a little overboard, but then say, but I thank my, I thank God for my parents yeah. because now yeah, I'm, I, there's a certain standard mm -hmm. or there's a certain level of healthy, um, modesty that I have yeah. yes. that's mm -hmm. good for me. Yeah. That's good right. for the, the character mm -hmm. that I'm building. It's good for the career that I have. Yeah. And that, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can y'all speak on that? I, I think, um, one of, I, I'll share a story one time when my, uh, I had to go to homecoming. Okay. And I wanted to go to homecoming so bad. And my dad was like, no, you're going to revival. I want to go have a good time with my yeah, friends. Yeah. And so my mom, she just really, you know, got him really good. And mm. I was in homecoming. I was at homecoming. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, I think a, a thing is like balance. Uh -huh. You yes. know, yes. we have to have balance as PKs and um, it's important that our parents, you know, understand that and we have a, mm -hmm. you know, understanding right. and even though we, you know, have disagreements, mm -hmm. the power of understanding is yeah. so important. It keeps yeah. a relationship strong, whether it's um, parents or, you mm -hmm. know, whatever mm -hmm. kind of relationship it is. If we have understanding, we can make it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, one of the things that we did with our kids is um, they obviously we didn't co-sign going to house parties. <laughs> yeah. right. But what we did say to them is because we were young mm -hmm. and we, you know, remembered our youth. And so it was like, okay, you can go to Sadie Hawkins, you can go to homecoming, yeah. you can go to prom. Now all that other stuff, <laughs> we can't do. Right. We're yeah. not right. doing, but we're gonna give you monumental moments, mm -hmm. yes. you know? Yeah. And that's important mm -hmm. to be able to communicate with your parents um, what's, what, are, what are the monumental moments? Like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I, I have, I'm gonna go from middle school to high school. Let's sit down and talk about what that looks like. Yeah. That's good. You know, mm -hmm. what that looks like. like. Mm -hmm. And then finding the balance, mm -hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you want your children to have, to look back on their experience yeah. and have more good than, yeah. than bad mm -hmm. um, in their experience. Because it's, it's really a weird thing because it's not just, surviving or thriving in your parents' home. Mm -hmm. It's like surviving and thriving in your spiritual coverings yeah. home. You know, your mm -hmm. pat because your dad's your, and your mom is your pastor, yeah. and they're your dad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> even to this day, like my daughter is in her 30s, and sometimes she'll be like, is you talking to me as my mama? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or are you talking to me as the pastor? Right. Sound like and so, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we have that understanding. It's like, it's sometimes I say, okay, no, this is the from the Lord, the word of the Lord from the Lord. Because yeah. 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 if I was your mama, <laughs> you know, and, and being, having that type of uh, relationship that um, you're able to, to, to know the difference yeah. and to grow in that space. Mm -hmm. Kathy, is there something you want to add? It's, it's like, I know a family 
family, they, I was just telling a coworker, they were in church Monday through Saturday mm -hmm. and then stay all day Sunday. Yeah. And now most of those kids don't serve the Lord. Because mm. to them, the Lord was a taskmaster, wow. you know, yeah. and the parents didn't protect in that area because we understand it's a different time and it's a right. different day. So they didn't protect. You got to do this you're going to hell. And yeah. da, 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 da. Right. But then I look at my son now after you learned. So after so many mm -hmm. years, because I, I could be strict. We can't do that. Yeah. that that's the devil. <laughs> but then you learn. And then a lot of things he'll tell me now, he'll say, I remember a lot of things you and daddy told me, and I understand now. Because right. when they mm -hmm. get kids, yeah. right. they mm -hmm. start to understand. It might not be as strict as yeah. we were, yeah. right. but they understand. And a lot of things that my daughter not comfortable talking with me about, and it's not that I'm going to judge her because she understands she could talk to me. But sometimes as pastors, we need to understand that our children need to hear a different voice yeah. too. Right, absolutely. And, and, and I aim the, her to people, go talk to Pastor Teresa, go talk to Miss Sophia. And tell them different things that they could hear from a different voice. It's yeah. all going to be the same thing. Right. But yeah. sometimes as, as pastors, mm -hmm. we don't give people that opportunity. Right. Now, we can't let everybody do no, it. No, you can't. Right. But you got to direct mm -hmm. them to right. which so people good. that right. they yeah. could trust. I right. trust Pastor Teresa. I right. trust Sophia. Go talk to those ladies just yeah. so they can hear something right. different. But I think sometimes as pastors, we shelter our children. We think we're the only voice of the Lord. And we don't do it to be mean or in, in, yeah. in, be intentional. But sometimes they need that liberty to feel free. I could go somewhere right. else. Yeah. Well, let me ask you ladies this. Do you feel like sometimes you felt, you know, you're talking about the keepers of the parents, mm -hmm. that it wasn't that your parents didn't want to do that, mm -hmm. but they didn't they didn't feel like they had a safe space mm -hmm. or safe yeah. that there were people in there. They were they may be pastoring the people and they may they're fulfilling their call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're doing what God's called them to do. Mm -hmm. But when they look out on the audience, there isn't a safe space for yeah. their children because yes. their children are vulnerable. Their mm -hmm. children, they can speak up for themselves, but my child yeah. may not be able to. Yeah. So they didn't give they didn't give that out of um, out of the out of concern. Yes. Do, yes. do you yeah. all feel that? I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say because um, my dad always say you got to look at the bigger picture. You got to see the perspective. Yeah. Like see from my perspective. And I'm just like Dad. I just want to go speak to her. Or do, you know, different things. Open up my heart. But like you said, they didn't have a safe space. Right. So yes. they're not going to put us in that, you know, mm -hmm. environment for us to be hurt or, right. or broken in that. So Because yeah. sometimes, let me ask you ladies this, it may not have happened to you, but I've seen it, where people will use the, the pastor's children yes. against them. Yeah. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Like, oh, yes. or, or to try to get yes. information out of them, yes. you know, for leverage. <laughs> you know, yes. uh -huh. the question, uh -huh. I'm like, oh, you go talk to me. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask, of war. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, um, what's one thing you would want people to know about being a PK that you wish that they knew about it? It's not all glam. No, it's, it's not, not all. Not. It's not glam and glitter. Um, that we feel the pain of our parents. Okay. Um, so when they're hurting, we're we're hurting. Mm -hmm. um, and so just how you said, being your parents' keeper, um, but that we're also in ministry, even if we're not serving. Okay. I've had some PK friends, and they they're not really serving in the church, but they are 
fulfilling and trying to heal the parents at home. So, I mean, there could be a sense of ministry, but, you know, we feel everything they feel. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's a heavy load. It is. It is a lot. Yeah. Um, And I would say definitely if you're watching today and you're PK um, and you feel like you're carrying your parents' load, I would say to you that um, God can care for them Yes. Um, much greater than what you can, yeah. and that I don't think that he, that that's the the best, yeah. the best that God mm-hmm. has for you, mm-hmm. um, as as it relates to um, just shouldering that yes. pressure, because yeah. it's it's pressure just on its own, and yes. just being a, a child mm-hmm. or, or being a parent to any any parent that's in the public eye, yeah. whether it's politics, whether it's you know acting, entertainment, whatever. If you're in the public eye, that's a whole nother kind of pressure, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that, that comes with that. But then when you take on and you and it becomes a burden, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, some some burdens are only meant for God to carry that's good. and not for us to carry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would definitely say uh, um, as a PK, that would be that that's. That would be one mm-hmm. because we're, we're not talking about natural things. Yeah. We're talking about spiritual things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And life eternities. Mm-hmm. And so that's a that's a that's a lot. Yes. You know, to yes. walk around with, especially if you're not called to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that's what I mean? Good. You're just you're just up close in proximity. Mm-hmm. Yes. But but maybe that may not be your call. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, what was what would be one thing you would want somebody to know about a PK? Just what you stated. I actually just went through like that, you know, of just trying to give it to God, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was difficult, but once I gave it to God and say, God, you take this, I can't, I can't Mm -hmm. do this because I'm the type of person that's I have to like feel like I'm the healer in my family. Like, I gotta go to them. Okay, come on, let's do some deep breathing. What's going on? (laughs) You know, and I'll still, you know, be hurting and stuff. So that's where I'll go in my room and I'll just mm-hmm. try to, you know, pray and just talk to God. But mentorship, you know, you need that. You need, if you need counseling, you need that. You know, God has given us resources. Use your resources um, to reach out and know that you are loved. Yeah. And mm-hmm. You don't have to be defined by yes. Yes. people. Absolutely. So let me ask you, do you all feel like um, you've been traumatized by being a PK and being in a, a, a religious, growing up in a religious culture and in, in a setting? Um, or do you feel like um, it's just, it's you've had bad experiences and it's layered your life and it's made you, you more, you know, giving you more character and more um, awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just feel like we're, we're, we're living in a space right now where everybody wants to, call everything trauma. Yes. Right. It was a trauma. <laughs> you know, right. um, it, can you speak yeah. to that? I know you're a professional mm-hmm. in yeah. that area. Yeah. Um, I know sometimes we can like put things on top of things, mm-hmm. especially in a pandemic. We can put layers on top of layers and, and it's just caused so much trauma to be created uh-huh. when there was probably no trauma there. Right. And so trauma is so many things. It's when people, um, we talk about trauma, sometimes they feel like, oh, it's sexual things, but it's mm-hmm. more than that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, depression, it's verbally, emotionally abuse. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's a lot of things. It's mm-hmm. Trauma is so heavy. And I don't, you know, um, 
I want to just like encourage somebody out there who's dealing with trauma, like really go and talk to someone yeah, about it. Yeah, professional. Yes, mm -hmm. seek out professional help because if you don't, it's going to pile up to like more depression, maybe lead, lead to suicide. And so if you need someone to talk to, I'm available. You can Absolutely. talk to me because yeah. like, it's, it's a personal thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you feel like um, being a PK has given you a greater insight into um, communicating with people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> being a people person. You, you yeah. because at the yes. from, from the time you're you know in in uh, nursery church mm -hmm. in the church mm -hmm. nursery, mm -hmm. um, you're communicating with different people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, what are some of the benefits? You know what I mean? Some some of the takeaways that you can say. If I wouldn't have been in that setting or if my parents weren't preachers, maybe I probably would have never traveled the world. Yeah. Or I probably wouldn't know how to get up and have a public speaking. Mm -hmm. Or I yeah. probably wouldn't have been versed in this or that. Is there yeah. one or two, give, you guys have some? Um, I would say definitely speaking in front of people. Okay. I used to be <laughs> extremely shy until my dad put a mic in our hand. Um, but yes, learning how to deal with different types of people. Okay, yeah. yeah. So um, just seeing the signs of different things, and so just being confident. And yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of things that came out of it. A yeah. lot of good things that came out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. How about you, Shemaya? I definitely agree with yeah. speaking the speaking part because yeah. <laughs> it takes me a long time just to get up and just to. Yeah. put yeah. forth the effort to do it mm -hmm. um, it's definitely difficult sometimes and also just talking to people developing new relationships with yeah. people mm -hmm. I think that that's something that I've grown into like mm -hmm. have friends in Washington New York yes. that I talk to you know I'm a part of a mentorship program called Black Women in Ministry and I feel like I wouldn't have you know known that you know through my parents right. you know so mm -hmm. that was a connection through my parents I was able to be a part of that so yeah awesome yeah. so as you can see these ladies are thriving they're yes. flourishing um, there's a scripture in Psalms 1 and 3, and it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf, leaf always, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he do, doeth shall prosper. And he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. When the, the greatest benefit of being a PK is, is having that, um, that impartation yeah. and that seed of the gospel and of, of a authentic relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ being rooted in you. And then from that, um, you'll always be a flourishing tree. You'll always have fruit um, where people can pick from your life and no matter what setting it is, because the, the, the seed was planted. Yes. And I, I have to say, you know, that's one of the greatest things um, Kathy, that I've been proud about for with my children mm -hmm. is is that we didn't want them to just have a church experience or a PK yeah. experience. Yeah. We we always wanted them to have a God experience. Yes. And and because we knew that they that they had they had a authentic God experience, um, we could trust um, the path, their destinies, and yes. their purpose. Even though it didn't look, it may not look the way that we wanted it to look, right, yes. right. but because we gave them an, an authentic God experience, um, that they, they would flourish and they would have life. And um, so, to this day, when we ask them about, you know, how was growing up or how was <laughs> being a part of New Creation, how did that work for you? Yeah. Um, and we've asked them, and they're in their thirties, and they've they've yes. honestly said to us. Man, we love new creation. <laughs> we, we, you know, and they have positive things, and yes, they can name so people, and they can good. call out people and that's families so that um, have impacted them for yes. the rest of their lives. 
And so that's that's the goal. Um, that's what PK Thriving looks like. And uh, this has been a great conversation. Yes. Kathy, do you have a last point you want to make? I would just say to the preacher, mm -hmm. you know, and invest that time in your yes. children. Yeah. And, you know, they, they're going to have their God encounter, uh -huh. but they're going to always remember how you made them feel. Yes. yes. In the midst of everything, you have the church world, and then we have, what this cup say, our family. Yes. So in the end, that your children could be like what our children would say, right. they're not running from God, they're running to God. Yes. yes. In their own way. Yes, yes mm -hmm. absolutely. So this has been a great conversation. This has been a great season, mm -hmm. a yes. great season six, and I'm just so happy happy that we got to end our 10th season with these wow. ladies, yes. these thriving women that are making uh, power moves in the earth <laughs> for Jesus. And so thank you for joining us. Don't forget something to sip on is next. Thank you for joining the conversation today. We had a great time talking with two preacher's kids. They kept it real, they kept it raw, and we talked about thriving as preacher's kids. We talked about flourishing as preacher's kids. Thank you for joining this conversation. This has been a great season six. This was our 10th episode for this season, and I'm glad that you were a part of all the meaningful conversations that we shared. Be sure to like our platforms, our podcasts, share our YouTube page, and let's continue to grow the conversation. I can't wait to see you in season seven. And don't forget, something to sip on is next. Hello, this is something to sip on. I'm gonna say um, to the PKs, they want you to see them. See them for them and not through the lens of their parents. And once you see them for them, you'll discover all their, their great gifts, their talents, their abilities, and their call that's separate from their parents. And I, I wanna say also to the parents, thank you for giving them a foundation and setting a standard. That's something to sip on. Kathy? I would say thank you to the parents as well. And you know, giving them that firm foundation. The Bible tells us that children are an inheritance of the Lord. We also have to trust what we put in them that they'll grow up to be good citizens, good kingdom people, and that we could, they're gonna have humanity issues every once in a while. But trust what we put in them, that they'll grow up and be responsible adults. Absolutely. Shemaya, is there something you wanna share? Absolutely. Um, I would like to say to a PK out there that you are loved by God and your identity is, is through Christ, and to also know that you're your parents' keeper. Yes. How about you, Elena? I would say what your parents have instilled in you, don't just let it stop there. Build your own relationship with God. Build your own identity in Christ. That's something to sip on. Yes, something <laughs> to sip on from these thriving PKs to you. Thank you for joining us on Something to Sip On.